May 6th. The day after Cinco de Mayo. Not sure I'm the first one to think of this, but I think it should be a national holiday. Even though Cinco de Mayo is not even a national holiday. It's not even our holiday. But, you know, white people got to ruin everything. I'm here to ruin everything. Cinco de Mayo, Seis de Mayo, Underdog Drafts, The Puppy, Best Ball Mania, all of it. We're drafting today. We actually have the draft kicking off already. So I'm going to put the big screen on there. If you haven't drafted on Underdog, make sure you go download the app. All the leagues are paid, which means you're getting sharp ADP, sharp players. Come back at the end of the year, you win money. All right, it's a best ball league. All you do is draft. You do the fun part. You draft, okay? You draft. You don't do waiver wire. You don't trade. You don't pick up players. You don't even do sit starts. You don't even do sit starts. You just draft big teams and let the software do the rest. So go to Underdog. Download the app. Use promo code BDGE when you do so. And you're going to get a 100% deposit match. This is actually not the puppy or BBM. This is just a regular $3 league. So this is not tournament style. We're drafting as if we are playing in a fantasy football league. We got Justin Jefferson. We've got Christian McCaffrey off the board. Bijan Robinson at the 103. That is the highest that I've seen him go. And I think uh, a lot of this video, as you can see from the thumbnail, was you know trying to clickbait y'all in to understand where I'm seeing the pockets of running backs go. And I really, 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 really caution against y'all drafting running backs in the first round this year because the wide receivers rip off so, so quickly. Okay? Especially in these leagues where you're starting three wide receivers and you're starting two running backs. So you need to pound the receivers. And we have our choice sitting here at the five. Terry Kill, Cooper Cup, Stephon Diggs. So the way I'm looking at this, Hill and Cup are in their own tier for me. Uh, Diggs probably right there. A.J. Brown, I have a little bit less certainty that we're, I guess, for best ball. He's honestly a beast, I guess, because you're not doing sit starts each week. They just uh, start the player that's, you know, best for you. So I'm, I'm going to go with Terry Kill here. Him and Tua were making magic last year. I expect this Miami offense to be uh, extremely sexy. Between him and Jalen Waddle, I like both of them, man. I will, I will stack up both of them. Over and over and over again. Tyreek Hill somehow leaves Patrick Mahomes and then um and then has like a career year. Just does just just as well. It's crazy. How's everybody doing out there? Say to my how's y'all Cinco's? How was y'all Cinco Dinkos? Don't be late. I'll never be late. What do you mean? Let's get the big board up here for you guys. Oh, we see we got the tabs open. I realized, you know why I never did the big board like this? I never put the big board up like this because I was scared that you guys would see my text messages come through, like get a notification. But now that I have two monitors going, I just put the text all the way on the top left. So you will never see what's happening. Literally nobody. I, I like have like four fucking friends and none of them really ever text me. So you're not actually going to see anything, but I just get nervous. Um, so now you can see the big board. Otherwise, I had to keep it to just one tab. We had Chase. We have Tyree Kill. We got Cooper Cup. We got Diggs. Travis Kelsey at the 108. A.J. Brown, 109. Taylor at the 110. C. Lamb at the 111. Jonathan Taylor makes me nervous, man. Obviously, like a wildly talented player, but that offensive makeup is is just kind of terrifying. Um, if Anthony Richardson is on the field right away, I think you could probably make the case for Taylor. Um, 
because he just opens up so many holes for the linebackers to freeze, et cetera. You know, and Taylor's two years removed from a 2,000 yard from scrimmage season, pretty much. Uh, so I don't want to discount that. And he did that while they were, they, I mean, they were a, a good team, obviously. But the offensive line is also taking a hit. Like they're not what they were, right? When like Quentin Nelson was the guy there, we kind of just felt like everything ran through him. And that just angered the entire offensive line. Uh, he actually had a bad year last year, which I don't expect to be the case again. But the offensive line as a whole has some has some holes, unironically. Mahomes was the first QB to go off the board at 112. Mahomes is kind of interesting taking early, especially in like a underdog league because people get obsessed with stacking. And he's a really easy player to stack because all the dudes that are on KC, whether it's Kadarius Tony or Sky Moore or Ashi Rice, all go late as shit. Let's see where we're at. Two picks away. Austin Eckler is kind of a tough sell right now because we don't know where he's going to end up. We have two of the top quarterbacks still chilling right here. Really like the Tony Pollard pick. I labeled him as one of the biggest winners. I, I don't see how you can't. Um, they did bring in Ronald Jones, but I mean, at this point, I fucking I feel like Ronald McDonald probably a better running back than Ronald Jones. And besides him, they don't have a compliment to Tony Pollard, which is where Zeke would just like eat up carries for absolutely no reason. Ugh. I, I'm gonna be honest. I don't. I don't love Alave. I don't love Smith here at the 208. Feels early. Austin Eckler feels like a good value there. Do they move him? Josh Allen down here kind of feels sexy too. I. I don't know if you could win leagues this year without one of these top quarterbacks. I think the question becomes: Do we wait two rounds? I, I think we wait two rounds. I think what we probably do here is go. I'm gonna go T Hig. T Higley. T Hig, and then you wait, you know, and this is tough for me to do, obviously, because a lot of you guys that draft with me are also like in the stream listening to me. So you're not going to let me get my guys. But in an ideal world, what I'm doing is probably stacking these wide receivers and the pockets of running backs, which we'll talk about when we get there. Um, much easier, I think, to stack up this year, like the value all, all quarterbacks go early, wide receivers go early, which means a lot of the top running backs just fall back. They fall to the end of the third round. They fall to the end of the fourth round. They fall to the end of the sixth round. Uh, which is where I'll probably be looking to get those guys. Um, and I'd like to stack, you know, rather than going Josh Allen here, which obviously is not a bad move because he's been a QB one, like two out of the last three years. He, uh, I could wait around, get T Higgins here and then grab uh, Joe Burrow, hopefully with my next pick rather than grabbing Josh Allen here. And then the wide receiver that I get next round is like Debo Samuel or something like that. Like that's not very intriguing to me. And even now, down at the 3-5, the running backs you can get, Brees Hall, they didn't draft anyone with capital. Izzy was a fifth-round pick. Derrick Henry. I mean, like, wh what are we doing with Derrick Henry? Why are, why do we hate Derrick Henry? Why is he a third-round pick now? Well, I, I want to dive into his stats a little bit after. I'll, I'll take Devonta here. I saw Devonta go at like a, at the two at the two one, I think, in the last live stream that we did. All right, there goes Brees. Uh, Ramondre does feel like a fucking super sharp pick here. But I do feel like, hmm, hmm, we should take a quarterback. We should take a quarterback instead of Smith. I should take Burrow to stack him with Higgins, but I think I just want Fields. I think I just want Fields. I've taken Burrow over Fields, I feel like, f five times already in these streams that I do with you guys. 
Um, with Fields, I'm I'm like very optimistic about Fields this year. I think he's going to take a huge step up as a passer. It would be really hard not to, you know, adding DJ Moore, adding Tyler Scott, Darnell Mooney, Chase Claypool. Like, I feel like it's not a bad passing offense when those guys, and you have Cole Komet, obviously. When you have like Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney as your two, three, four-ish, um, it's 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 not it's not bad. And they they improved the offensive line. Obviously, they brought in free agents, Peter Skaronsky, all that all that sexy stuff. Let's get to some of the questions. Let me put the big board up. We got eleven picks till I'm up. We see a lot of orange. Uh, you see running backs go off at the back of the second, early third round, which is I, I think a good value spot. But you see, you see how littered the first two rounds are with wide receivers. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve of the first twenty-four picks. Actually, I mean, 12 of the first 20 picks are wide receivers. Two QBs, one tight end, four running backs. Well, previous years, this was all green. I remember in our E-Town get-down draft like two years ago, the first 12, or I think maybe the first 14 picks were fucking uh, were running backs. It was crazy. Dynasty question, Gibbs or Quan? Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to take Saquon there. I know, I know a lot of people are going to argue that, you know, people like, Jameer Gibbs, because obviously young, very high draft capital. I'll, I'll take Saquon. Any idea when Sleeper or Fantasy Pros are going to update ADP? Right now, Sleeper had Bijan and Ramondre in like the eighth, ninth rounds. I'm not sure how um, how often they update their ADP for, do you mean for redraft? Do you mean for uh, Dynasty? I feel like their Dynasty up, uh, ADP can't be that far behind. I feel like this is probably redraft maybe. Over under first round Nick auto picks. That's a horrible line. You'd never make it in Vegas. I'm not going to auto pick once. I've never auto picked. Why are people sleeping on James Conner? He's a dog and the number one running back in Arizona. Yeah, I think the last part of what you said is is probably the uh, it's probably the issue here. I agree that he's a good like if you go zero running back, which is like where I'm going right now. I think James Conner is a decent pick. I think uh, we're going to question his upside. I think the reason that like James Conner has been usable the last bunch of years. I'm about to get on the clock. Damn. See, this is what I mean. Like I could have, I could have waited on QB another round and still gotten Herbert or Trevor Lawrence. Hmm. Maybe, maybe, maybe waiting is 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 the move. Oh, Kenneth Walker, Mike Williams. Don't hate Mike Williams. A little questionable, I guess, with uh, Quentin Johnson coming in. I think a lot of my strategy this year is is going to be hitting one of these tight ends that I really, really like. I love the next four tight ends. I'm, I'm going to grab Kenneth Walker, though. I, I think he's going to start to be underappreciated and undervalued. I don't think we remember like how fucking good Kenneth Walker was last year. And I get it. Zach Charbonnet is going to take some series away. I still think Kenneth Walker is probably going to be like a 1,200-yard uh, rusher and a 10 touchdown guy. This is an offense that's going to be very, very, this team's going to be very, very good. I get it. They're going to split the workload, but like at four, eight, come on now. Kenneth Walker is one of the best, most explosive running backs in the NFL. It's not, let's not, let's cut the fucking crap. All right. Let's cut, let's cut the sheesh. Uh, back to James Conner. Yeah. I, I think the problem was <sighs> James Conner has, sorry, I need to take a breath. James Conner has been good in fantasy the last few years because he scores a lot of touchdowns. If Kyler Murray is not under center, this offense is going to plummet. 
He might have like one scoring opportunity a game. Where is Bijan's ADP? Uh, probably like the fifth or sixth player. I've seen him go off the. He's he's typically like the sixth player drafted in these drafts. Thoughts on drafting Walker and Charbonnet? I'm not. I'm not really against it. Uh, that's something I, I wouldn't do it in best ball because I think you kind of shoot for upside in best ball and rather than safety. But in a regular league with your season long league, I don't hate it. I guess it depends on where. Um, where Charbonnet goes off the board, you know, I'm not sure where he's going to settle. I think he'll end up probably being like a 10th round pick, maybe ninth, 10th round pick and redraft, maybe a little bit earlier, kind of similar to uh, maybe like Zeke and Pollard last year where Zeke was like a fourth round pick. Pollard was, you know, seventh, eighth round pick. I could see that. Um, I would take it as long as it's not like overly expensive, I, but I would uh, obviously definitely prefer Walker. All right. We're almost back up. Like Aaron Jones is just like the nut fucking. This is what I'm talking about. This is where the running backs are just so beautiful. At the fourth, fifth round turn, Kenneth Walker, Miles Sanders is going to be a workhorse. Damian Pierce is going to be a beast this year. And I could have almost waited on. uh, But like Aaron Jones, awesome. J.K. Dobbins, 100 yards from scrimmage, averaged over the last four weeks, including the playoffs. He's their guy. They don't draft anybody. DeAndre Swift in Philly. Let's fucking ride. Ooh. We could have stacked Trevor Lawrence with Christian Kirk. I do want to get a tight end, though. Uh, George Kittle, Kyle Pitts, Dallas Goddard. These are three guys that I will. Oh, no. Woo! No timeout, motherfuckers. I know y'all was praying on my downfall. I know y'all was praying on my auto pick downfall. I said, not today. You don't get it charged up one day after Cinco de Mayo. Sace de Mayo Nick does not auto pick. Sace de Mayo Nick does not auto pick. Put it on a fucking T-shirt and it's going to sell out. Uh, yeah, I, I I think I want to get one of these good tight ends within the first like five, six rounds. Don't really care if it's Kittle. Um, I saw a stat today on Twitter. Let me see if I can find it. About the uncatchable passes. Kyle Pitts. It was it was something crazy. Yeah, this is from Dwayne McFarland. Kyle Pitts by far had the worst catchable target rate of any tight end with at least 200 routes. Only 59 percent of his targets were deemed catchable. The average was 79. I, I watched this video this morning. It almost made me fucking puke. I started crying tequila out of my fucking eyeballs. It's just a video of like a compilation of uh, basically like 400 yards and four touchdowns that Marcus Mariota left on the field for Kyle Pitts. Um, so while he had an absolutely disgusting, terrible, awful, unforgivable 2022, uh, Pitts will be fine. Pitts will be fine. Goddard will be a beast. Um, I see the super chats coming in. By the way, I'm going to get to them. I'm just I'm I'm slowly wa- working my way down the comments. Um, so I want one of those guys. I also think Brock Purdy will be the quarterback under center, and he uses a tight end. So I fuck with it. I fucks with it. Ooh, I like that turn. I like uh, what C White did there. See, this this is I like this team. I don't love DeAndre Hopkins at 37. That feels crazy, actually. Um. I feel like this could have been a great team if you went with someone else besides D-Hop there. Stop fucking moving to the other team. I'm trying to make a point here. I'm trying to teach my students a lesson. Mahomes gives us a great zero RB pick. You know, if he's the only RB you take within the first five, six rounds, I like that a lot. Um, Jalen Waddle is obviously a stud. D-Hop at 37 makes me very nervous because if he's playing in Arizona, who the, who the fuck's quarterback? If he's not, then he's moving teams. I don't know. He's a little bit older. It makes me a little bit nervous. But then he grabbed those two tight ends on the turn, Pitts and Goddard. And that I can I could deal with. 
I could live with that because I think they'll both be very good. And you also start a flex in this draft. You also start a flex in this league. So um, any of those guys kind of go off and, you know, you're dealing with something sexy. Okay. I'm starting to look at the ADP and I think I'm realizing that the Jacksonville stacks are going to be the most profitable because Trevor Lawrence, we're going to look at the board after I make this pick. Give me a second. Give me a second. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Don't do it to me. Back, backy bets. Don't do it to me. Oh, let's go. Uh, Mixon, just another huge winner from the draft. <clears throat> they only take Chase Brown in the fifth. And uh, what I see, I think I saw from a, a beat reporter yesterday too out of Cincinnati. Yep. Also, we could just about close the door on moving Jonah Williams and Joe Mixon. This guy covers the Bengals, and he's been pretty fucking good. Um, so I think like the the deeper we get into the offseason, like the less chance these veterans getting moved are. Um, so if Mixon's the guy again, I mean, with no Samaji P. Ryan, I mean, are you kidding me? Mixing down at 6'8". He's got 10 touchdown upside. Even if he only rushes for 900 yards, I still think the amount of goal line opportunities he's going to get is crazy. Him and Pacheco back-to-back, I love that because Pacheco, Pacheco probably has uh, – borderline is the same season as Mixon this year. Cam Akers kind of in that realm, but probably a little more risky because we don't actually know what he is. I get nervous taking Akers because, like, anytime you try to make a sample size – out of like four games in fantasy, it usually backfires, especially when we have a sample size way larger where Cam Akers is not actually good. Damn, I have no time to talk because I'm in the middle. I wish I was at the turn so that I could have like 20 picks in between my picks, you know? What do we got here? Hmm. It's kind of crazy how like you have Godwin and like Hollywood, and then you have it's like these guys are in the same tier as these guys. You have like really good receivers who have done it over and over and over again and continuously produce. And then you have this like tier of wide receivers that we have no idea if they're any good. Traylon Burks, Darius Tony, Gabe Davis. Like these dudes are just completely projection when you have guys who have who are like bona fide studs. Like we know Chris Godwin's an excellent wide receiver. Obviously, the situation's shitty, but feels weird taking those projected upside guys over a dude like Chris Godwin. Even Deontay Johnson, I don't love him. Um, I don't think this is great value down in the seventh round necessarily, but he should get a ton of targets. Like you're looking at 169 targets two years ago, 147. Uh, Chase Claypool is out of there. I think the Steelers' offense sees an uptick. I think Kenny Pickett develops a little bit, and if Deontay Johnson is, you know, at least a little bit of the target hog still, George Pickens should probably develop a little bit as well. But I, I still think Deontay Johnson is probably a lock for. You know, even if he falls off to 130 targets, that's still really good value down in the seventh round. Like, is Zay Flowers going to hit 130 targets? Absolutely fucking not. I was looking at a stat uh, here. Let me pull up Lamar Jackson's career passing numbers. So, in Lamar Jackson's, obviously he's missed some time with injuries, but at the end of the day, he's played five seasons. He's been the starter for four of them. His single highest passing attempt season in any year that he's been the starter 401 attempts there's not a fucking chance in hell that 
a wide receiver on this team has a 25% target share. Mark Andrews can do that. I don't even know if Mark Andrews did that last year. Let's see. He probably did, but I'm expecting Mark Andrews to have, you know, whatever he had last year. What did he have? A target rate, 29.3%. Okay, 29% target share, number one amongst tight ends, right? So Mark Andrews will have that again. He'll be 28 to 30%. There's not a chance in hell that one of these wide receivers, Zay Flowers, OBJ, Rashad Bateman, there's too many of them. There's not a chance that one of them has a 25% target share. And let's say, let's say Lamar Jackson throws his most passing attempts ever, because we'll just say Todd, we'll just ride the narrative. Todd Munkin's there. They're going to be super pass heavy, which is just not going to be true. You have, it's Lamar Jackson. You're not going with a pass heavy offense. Let's say, uh, let's say he gets up to 470 attempts, which is a career high by 70, right? I know everyone's going to be like 600, like be realistic here. Okay. So the best way to be good at fantasy is to not be a fucking dickhead. 470 pass attempts. Let's say uh, a wide receiver gets up to like 22% target share. Let me see. 470 times 0.22. That's 103 targets. So I think we're like best case scenario. One of these wide receivers gets 100 targets. So that's where something like uh, Deontay Johnson, who's probably a lock for 130 targets, goes next to a guy like Zay Flowers. I think when you actually start to push the numbers out and do a little bit um do a little bit of mathematics to it it starts to uh it starts to change the way you look at some of these guys wow Duncan Kate at the eight six huh earliest I've seen him go let's see don't take him don't do it oh let's go wow James Cook over David Montgomery huh uh yeah, I wanted Jahan Dotson here. Bad. Um, what was I saying? Okay, I actually wanted to talk about the Trevor Lawrence, the Jacksonville stack, because Evan Ingram is still on the board. So one of the probably like highest upside, most profitable stacks this year is going to be the Jacksonville stack. Because you have Trevor Lawrence at the 5-8. Okay. So you're talking about Justin Fields at the you have Jalen Hurts at 2-7, uh Justin Fields at 3-5, Joe Burrow at 3-7. Like, how many more passing yards is Joe Burrow gonna have than Trevor Lawrence? Maybe like 300. I don't know. It's not that many fantasy points. So you have Trevor Lawrence at the 5-8. You can grab Calvin Ridley at the 4-7. You can grab Christian Kirk at where? Fucking, where'd he go? At the 5-10. And then Evan Ingram will probably go off the board somewhere here. Um, probably at the end of the eighth, early ninth round. He's the next tight end up on the list. So I'm assuming he'll go like kind of soon. Uh, that's an extremely like reasonable stack to get that you don't even have to use a single top three round pick on to get a ton of profit there. Um, so the Jacksonville stack is just super sexy. All right. Uh, what's good, big dog. What up, Bat Mac? I have the one Oh four and the one Oh eight in a rookie draft. I've been offered Dak for the one Oh four and two Oh four. My QBs are borrow Lance and Mac running backs are Pierce Algier and others. Do I draft Gibbs Stroud or trade? Um, I'm going to assume this is super flex. Otherwise you would not be trading the one Oh four for him. I think it's fair. Uh, I think not the, the 204 is not a huge deal, but the, the thing is, if you're making this trade, I guess it comes down to like how how much do you believe in whoever the four, the third quarterback is going to be? Because it's likely going to be Bijan and then, I don't know, Anthony Richardson, Bryce Young. You'll probably end up with C.J. Stroud. I don't think C.J. Stroud and Dak Prescott are that dissimilar. Um, so it's kind of like you are not downgrading. Um, I guess you are, but you're, you're 
you're euthanizing. Is that a, that's not the right word? Shit. Um, Dak's about to be 30. Okay. Uh, so basically, what you're doing is you're moving Dak in a super flex league for a 21 year old quarterback. You're getting nine years of youth on that trade, um, which I don't really have a problem with. I actually feel like I would probably do that trade. Oh, you've been offered Dak. Fuck. Okay. Actually, no, never mind. I would not. Uh, I would not take that trade. I like the 104, 108 side because you can get CJ Stroud. And then at 108, you can, you know, you can get a running back. Probably you can get, you can get a second quarterback. You might be able to get like Will Levis or something. You're definitely be able to get Will Levis there. But all right, we need to make a full peak. Hmm. Well, I see. Here's all the Baltimore receivers. Ah, oh, shit. Do I go with? Let's 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 get fucking weird. Let's get weird. Two of our three running backs are the Seattle running backs. I didn't want to do that to be honest. If I if I, if I was able to pick again, I would take a different running back here. But I have to pretend I'm excited about it. Um, sorry. So, so if I'm you, I'm 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 drafting a, a a QB there. Rolling. What up, baby? Keeper Superflex. You keep in Chase, lose a second. Hurts lose a third, or Ridley lose a fifteenth rounder. Love BG. Stop yelling. You stop yelling. Tuck your shirts in. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Um, was it Chase lose a second, Hurts lose a third? I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna keep Hurts and lose a third there, for sure. Hurts and Chase are both probably top top five. Uh, I actually think I'd probably take Hurts over Chase just straight up in a super flex league, anyways. And the fact that you get a round value on it is kind of beautiful. So I'm uh, I'm definitely keeping Hurts there. Send me the five-plus rushing touchdown trivia we do with Jack. I don't even remember what the fuck you're talking about. Um, I'll do it. Yeah, I will after you fucking mother, mother sucker. Got Andrews and Pitts the three four turn in the BG five tight end premium league. Yeah, I love that too. Absolutely love that. That's beautiful. Yeah, that was sexy. Sexy, sexy Patrickson. So we started. Uh, we started planning for the NYC draft weekend. Yesterday we had our first meeting. And it was so hard to find an Airbnb in New York. Um, so I just sent it to my sister and I was like, we're struggling. And within like five seconds, she sent like five options of Verbo that has renting for it. Um, and we might need to fill one or two spots in there if anyone's interested. Um. Might need to fill one or two spots if people are interested. I did have like a million people reach out on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, basically, 11 people. I'll just put the tweet up for you guys because I tweeted this out yesterday. 
No, that's not it. Y'all see that? Just read it. Just read it and weep. I'm going to draft through my phone. So we have a weekend where we have 11 people come out, and it's just a fucking amazing weekend. It's magical. It really, really is. So we were looking at... uh... Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Give me one more pick. Baki bets, don't do it to me. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. You know who I want. You know what it is. Fuck. Fuck. I wanted A-Chain so bad right there. So bad. Oh, my God. I'm about to shut the stream down, you motherfucker. Ugh. Damn, I got played. I got super-duper played. Now I got to take some bullshit players. OBJ, is he back? Nah, I got no faith in OBJ. How about Juju in New England with Jacoby gone? I have like no Juju, and I probably won't draft him very often, but he'll probably end up with 100 targets. That's about the only positive thing I could say. Damn, I wanted an A-chain there. Bad. Um, yeah, so we started looking at This was the Airbnb we got last year. We had a party with like 200 people here. It was fucking insane. Uh, but now they only rent this place out to like companies and stuff that do events, and you can't have overnight stays. And we need to stay in here for the entire weekend. This is four floors. Apartment in the Lower East Side with four floors, including a rooftop, is just fucking crazy. It was so much fun. Uh, literally a jungle in there. But we can't get that this year. So we're looking at some other places. In Soho, it's pretty cool. It's not as big, obviously, but we can still throw a nice little rager here, and it's got a good outdoor space. Spot. Sleeps enough people, I think. This is a good spot, too, but it's closer to Midtown, which I don't love. But I do like the inside way more. Natural light. You love the exposed brick. Nice and cute. Oh, shit. I'm on the clock. Samaje. I actually feel like if you go zero running back, Samaje is a good pick because Jamonte Williams is like, who knows when he's going to be back. Jamal Williams is a good pick because Kamara's hurt. Uh, Antonio Gibson, I feel like, is super undervalued here, too. Um Finally underwent the foot surgery that's been bothering him forever. And he was like a premier pass catcher. Don't like the flowers and Johnson cop Johnson. Oh yeah. True that. Uh, Johnson won't ever be in scoring chance because Steelers have a garbage quarterback. Uh, I mean, I also feel like when they're down by the red zone, like Lamar, they either run it, Lamar runs it in or, um, or they just throw to Mark Andrews. Like, I don't think Zay Flowers is going to be the red zone guy there, especially with Bateman and OBJ back. How bad was Pittsburgh last year? 18.1 points per game. Baltimore, 20.4. I know Lamar missed a lot of games. I'm just checking shit out right now. Red zone scoring attempts. Pittsburgh, 3.1. Baltimore 3.5. Yeah, I get it. I just uh 
I don't know. You really yeah, like I, if you're betting on Zay Flowers' touchdown props this year, I bet his touchdown number it's probably at like three and a half to four and a half. I don't think any Vegas book is going to have more than five touchdown scores for Zay Flowers. I would be shocked. And Deontay Johnson has got a he had a down year last year, obviously, but I mean. Oh, yeah, he had zero fucking touchdowns last year. Wow, it's terrible. Uh, seven scores two years ago, eight scores last year. I'm not in love with Johnson, but I just, you know, you know what a deal. All right, let's take a look at the board again. Yeah, McKinnon. Yeah, McKinnon needs to be uh, – his ADP has not moved up yet. That's why. But he'll be one of the – he'll be one of the most popular picks this year in fantasy football. People are going to love him. And he's going to go before I get the pick next time because I'm talking about him now, unfortunately. Uh, P. Ryan went at the 11-9, which I think is probably late. He was good last year. And I think I, I think there's a world where he starts off as the starter for Denver and does that for like a month or maybe in a month and a half, depending on how long it takes Javante Williams to get back. ZRB seems so strong right now. Through 10 rounds, I have Montgomery, Kamara, and Charbonnet loaded at quarterback and wide receiver my puppy. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely like the – definitely the vibes – for underdog drafts it ebbs and flows though wouldn't be surprised if like running backs went crazy this year and then everyone's drafting them next year so that's just fantasy for you mm -mm -mm. boy Oh, we on the air? Oh, man. Someone take McKinnon? Or no, nah, can I grab him? Uh, someone did right at... Oh, fucking two picks before me. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, Another stack right here. Zay Jones? Goat. I should have took Rashi Rice. I should have took Rice there. Actually, I should have took Chiggy there. Damn it. Well, it's better than an auto pick. I didn't auto pick. So get off my shit. Yeah. Don't forget to join us on Underdog, all right? I post the link to all of these drafts in the Discord. So join the Discord absolutely free. It'll be linked down below. This is also just a coaster, so grow up. Discord, free to join. Down below, that's where I post the links to join these drafts with us, but make sure you download the app first and use promo code BDGE. BDGE, get you 100% deposit match. That was kind of crazy right there. Why would you take, why, why on earth would you take Jalen Hyatt two picks before Rashi Rice? Rashi went around earlier than Hyatt did, and he went to the Chiefs, where Jalen Hyatt went to the Giants. That's that's some sus shit, humongous. Sus boy. <laughs> what do we got? Probably take another QB soon. Is 
Matt Stafford just like a dead person? What's going on with him? Ugh, Jawan Johnson just went off. I liked him too. Jawan Johnson's kind of cool with Adam Troutman out of there now. He's just a touchdown machine. I'm going to take Stafford. What's up, Marlon? How we doing, baby? Dynasty PPR, Garrett Wilson, Amon Ra. Wow. Uh, I mean, it's a win-win. It's For me, it's a lateral move. I do think um, I would take Garrett Wilson. I think he's more talented. I think... I think they're just as likely to finish as like top five fantasy wide receivers this year. But I think as each team builds out talent around both guys, Wilson is the guy who's talented enough to stay there. I think he, by the end of this year, we'll be looking at Garrett Wilson in the Stefan Diggs tier where Amon Ra will probably continue to produce at a very high level. But I, I do, I really think that like as they develop a tight end, as Jameson Williams comes back, as Jameer Gibbs gets, you know, four to five targets a game. Um, I, I don't know if I trust Amon Ra to produce at a level that I expect Garrett Wilson to do so. Garrett Wilson for me is like one of the most coveted dynasty assets that you could find right now. There goes Taysom. Ooh, that's interesting. Two Green Bay uh, wide receivers, bike to bike. We had Jaden Reed. The um, he went in the second round to the Packers, right? Did he go in the second or third? How do I not know this right now? He went in the second. Yeah, fiftieth overall, top fifty pick. Love Jaden Reed, crispy ass route runner, pretty explosive, good enough size too. Um, fan of Jaden Reed. I feel like that means the Romeo Dobbs experiment is kind of over. Um, I think he was fun last year. I, I just feel like he's like too raw. He's, he's, he's too many like drops and too, he's too like crazy all over the field. Fun while he lasted though. You gotta, you gotta think about how they just like redid their offense, brought in two explosive tight ends in Musgrave and soccer craft draft Jaden Reed. They also drafted Dontavian Wicks. Who's, you know, kind of like a downfield speedster as well. So they're putting speed into their offense. I have one guy that I really want to fall to me. I'm going to be upset if he doesn't. Thoughts on Latavius at the Bills? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not like, I don't, I don't, it's like nearly impossible to get excited about Latavius himself. What I, th I think the biggest impact will obviously be on people getting excited about Damian Harris. Where that again, like I've, I've, you know, I say this in like fucking every video. I feel like, but the money that Harris got, the money that Rashad Penny get got, like people get excited about these puzzle piece landing spots where it's like, oh, this fits so perfectly in, but the money says otherwise, and they just keep adding veteran depth to their depth chart, um, which usually plays itself out over the course of the year. Come on, come on, two picks away. It's one guy that I want. One guy that I want. I'm not even going to say because Baki Betts took Devon A-Chain last time. I'm scared to even muster. I'm scared to even think about it. I feel like he's got fucking telekinesis. Uh, you thought. Bitch, you thought. See, I went on the quarterback tab knowing that he would try to take whoever was there. Coward. You fucking coward. Josh Downs is going to be a revelation out in Indianapolis. I love Josh Downs. Did you see the pick 
um, when they picked him, the call that Chris Ballard had to him, Josh Downs just absolutely sobbing in his driveway. It was awesome. It was awesome. Josh Downs is going to go crazy. I love Josh Downs. I actually think him and A. Rich are going to, uh, I think him and A. Rich are going to have a very fruitful connection for years to come. He's going to be their slot guy. They got a bunch of, they've got a bunch of, uh, bunch of big outside guys in Pittman and Alec Pierce and Josh Downs is going to run a muck. Downs is growing on me. Well, I wish he he would grow on himself a little bit, but hard not to like him, dude. There's just not a lot about his game that's that's unlikable. It's just his size. Nothing about his game. Nothing about his tape. Nothing about his numbers. There's really there's like no actual blemishes in him as a player or who he is outside of literally just his size. It's unfortunate. I'm ready to get hurt though. Damn, good pick with Sam Laporta. I should have uh I should have invested into these rookie tight ends, I think, a little bit. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Sloth frog? This might be the first time I've ever used a Q in my whole life. My whole life. Countdown to a slow puppy draft. Uh, I might do one tomorrow. If I don't do it tomorrow, I'll do it Monday. Countdown to a slow pu- Wait, what? A slow puppy draft? That wouldn't be on YouTube then. Ritter, uh, do we need another running back? We can take a fifth running back here. Yeah, fuck it. Wait, do we have a? We don't have a second tight end. Ah, shit. Oh, nice. I used the cue correctly. Let's fucking go. Whoo! Thoughts on Michael Wilson? Love him. Love him in rookie drafts, at least. I. Uh, I mean, third round cap. He's that that depth chart's gonna by the time they like rebuild their team, the depth chart's gonna be wide open. Like Hopkins is not there for more than if if he's even there for this year, he's not there for longer than a year. Hollywood, I wouldn't be surprised if he's moved by the time they get a new QB. Um I really, really like Michael Wilson. A lot. I like him a lot. Sure, take a day off, wait till Monday. Well, what I was actually going to do, so here's the way YouTube works. YouTube um, YouTube likes when you upload videos, when you edit and upload them, like well-produced videos. They don't push live streams as much as actual, like, created videos that you, you know, that you take some time to make and upload. I don't think, the, I think the audience members actually like the edited ones better as well. And I want to start pushing some more numbers on these underdog drafts in terms of like views and people in these so we can get more people on the platform. So what I was thinking of doing was basically making a YouTube video tomorrow with an underdog draft, but making it unlisted so that people can't like the public can't come in. But I would take the link, put it into the discord, put it in the discord so y'all can come in here yell at me the entire time, draft with me, 
and then I would rip it off. So it's not like actually up on the public YouTube page, re-edit it, re-upload, remake the money, revenue comes in, you know, but re-upload on Monday. So I wouldn't be doing two in a row, if that makes sense. Hoodie baby, we're, we're fucking, we're so bike. We never left. You can't really be bike if you never leave. Hoodie, I was at the park today for like three hours. Didn't see you walk through. Didn't see you walk through, buddy. You really are a coward. Can't wait to yell at you. Yeah, fucking get in line. Get in line. Who do you beat? Um, Hoodie, also congrats on the song yesterday, dude. I saw the streaming numbers were crazy. So it's a lot. Yeah, so like live streams, the way I look at live streams, live streams are almost like... um almost like lifestyle content, right? Like live streams are for your brand. Like you, you do them to like hang out with, uh, you know, your audience members and stuff and, and like create that connection where we just honestly fucking yell at each other back and forth. Um, regular videos, I think are more for reach awareness, building, building um, the top of the funnel type stuff. So I, obviously I, I like to do both. Like the live streams are fun for me. They're honestly easier content for me too. Cause I could just kind of like hang out and talk with you guys. And you guys almost build the content with me as we're doing these videos together. Um, so it's easier for me, but I actually, um, I actually think the other stuff is, uh, they, they work together, yin and yang a little bit, you know, spaghetti, meatballs, lamb and tuna fish. Where are you taking a rich in a super flex startup, super flex startup? I mean, he's going to go super fucking early. Um, I think what's going to happen, he's probably going to go too early for my for my taste. I, I feel like he's probably going to be like a back end of the first round pick, which is crazy to me. But I think where where would I be comfortable taking him? Uh, honestly, probably not to like the end of the. I remember when the, the year that Justin Fields and Trey Lance came out, uh, I did a couple startup drafts and I took Justin Fields. It was super flex. I took Justin Fields at the, I think, the 212. Or no, someone took Trey Lance at the 212. I got Justin Fields at the 301. Um, so that's probably around where like I'd be comfortable taking a rich, maybe a little bit earlier, I guess if he falls to me. Oh, we're about to be on the clock. What do we got? Two more rounds left. Yep. We got five running backs. We got eight wide receivers. I need another tight. I probably need another two tight ends. Damn. Do I take a sicky? I really don't like a sicky, but, uh, but New England signed him. Actually, honestly, after like after Gronk, New England's been probably the worst team at bringing in tight ends. They've been fucking miserable. Them dudes haven't hit the rim on one of their shots. So I don't love him. I do. I mean, Carolina signed Hayden Hurst this offseason. He's probably going to be used by Bryce Young. Trey McBride with Zach Ertz coming back from the ACL is not terrible. Uh, Jelani Woods, you know what? Let's go. Uh, let's go, Hayden Hurst. Let's show some, show some love to the former Falcon. Is that actually hoodie? Yeah, it is. Don't me and hoodie have become friends. We become real life friends through the internet. Honestly, ninety five percent of my friends nowadays are through the internet. Makes no sense. Also, hoodie, if you're still in here, when's that Arizona concert, bro? Don't think I forgot about that shit. I still want to go. Also, like I always see you posting pictures at Bryce Vine concerts. I fucking love Bryce Vine too. Can you like invite me to a concert, bro? Can you can I be your date one time? One time. Mm-hmm, 
They both have ups and downs. Good for you to offer variety. Yep, you've been in front of the camera like every day this week. Don't burn yourself out. You love it, but you deserve. Yeah, there's no uh, there's no rest for the wicked. We'll sleep when we're dead. I know, I know you mean, I know you mean good intent, but spring summertime, there's no, there's just no slowing down. Now we go. Now we go. Now I, I'm, I'm working. This summer is going to be a, a lot of, uh, a lot of direction in terms of trying to expand our brand. Um, to make sure that other people can kind of take over some of the load content wise for me. So I, I just, I just, you know, I got to put the work in right now. Um, but it's, you know, it's for, it's for the, um, for the long term, you know. There goes Kasiki. We got one more pick. So we got two QBs, Fields and Stafford, Kittlehurst. What I'll usually do is I'll look at one of those two and and go with a third pick at whatever spot. Uh, depending on which one's the weaker of the two. Fields and Stafford, I feel like, is pretty strong. If Stafford plays, which is not a guarantee, I feel like, at this point. But maybe not. I think we could probably use another tight end. So I'm going to go with the third tight end here. Plus that third tight end. I, I think the tiebreaker there is probably the fact that that third tight end, if they have a good week, could be used in the flex spot too. Unlikely, but you never know. Trey McBreezy, Jelani Woods. Uh, do we go Woods over McBride? I feel like... Um, I feel like Jelani Woods has touchdown upside, which is super useful in fantasy or in best ball, which is kind of sexy, but they do still have Mo Alley Cox. So I'm, I'm going to go with Trey McBride here. Big Chris, what up? What's up, baby? What up? Um, where should I draft Devon A. Chain? Well, I was really pissed that he got sniped by me at, uh, where was it? At the 10-7. So I would go earlier than that. Um, if you're talking about rookie drafts, like back of the first round is definitely legit, like 111, 112-201-ish. That, that's the area I'd be targeting him. I don't want to get over my skis. I don't want to take him over like first-round wide receivers or nothing like that in rookie drafts, but I really, really want him. Are you at all worried about Carolina not fully endorsing Bryce as a starter from the jump? Nah, not really. Not at all. It's what is it? Fucking May. It's May. It's May. It's May 6th. Go drink a marg and relax. Bryce Young is going to be on the field. How many times has the one on one not been on the field right away? This is like Trevor Lawrence or Gardner Minshew. He'll be fine. It'll be fine. All American, that album cover still. You know, it's wild. Yeah. I like, I actually literally, Hoodie Allen came to a concert at my college. Like, I saw him perform at my college. And then seven years later, we're fucking boys, you know? What a world. What a world the internet is. Sheesh. All right, well, looks like that draft is about to be up. Can you, like, make your last pick, Flock? Flock member? Um, all right, well, this is the final draft board. Let's see what we got. We got a lot of colors. It looks very pretty. It's like a rainbow. A lot of wide receivers early, and then you see the running backs start to become uh, this. I mean, this is a big spot for the running backs here. I just think I, I think there's so much value at running back where it's kind of flipped because in previous years, I think anytime you get to like the fifth, sixth, seventh round, that's where like those middle wide receivers always felt super good. But if you look at the wide receivers here in the seventh round now, it's rookie Jordan Addison. It's uh, 
rookies, Zay Flowers, Brandon Cooks might be cooked, Gabe Davis, Marquise Brown, Traylon Burton. Like, that's ugly, man. I don't want my wide receivers down there. I'd rather the strong wide receivers up top and grab the Aaron Joneses in the fifth round, the Joe Mixons in the sixth round, Cam Akers, James Conner. Like, I don't know. It's completely flipped on its head, in my opinion. You like my draft? No one likes my draft usually. I do actually. I think this team is pretty good that I drafted. Let me see. Um, this is me right here. Tyree Kill, T. Higgins, Justin Fields, Kenneth Walker, George Kittle, Joe Mixon, Deontay Johnstein, Jahan Dotstein, Zach Charbonnet, Juju, Gibson, Zay Jones, Matt Stafford, Josh Downs. Tank. Yeah, honestly, this is a fucking great draft. If I don't win the fucking $15 million, I'm suing. I'm suing Hoodie Allen. All right. Well, thank you guys for hanging out today. Uh, Noah's in the office right now, so I gotta, we gotta, I gotta hang out. We're going to watch the Knicks game at a bar somewhere around here. Uh, but make sure you download the Underdog app, please. It'll be the first link in the description. Join the Discord as well. Free to join. I'll drop the links to draft with me throughout the weeks. Uh, we do three streams a week minimum with these best ball drafts. Uh, so get on the platform. You will be extremely prepared for your season long leagues. Um, if you use promo code BDGE, it'll get you a 100% deposit match, first time depositing. And, um, and that's it. So I love you. Enjoy the rest of your weekends. Suck down a few more marks. Send me some pics. Uh, make sure you drop the marks in the marks only channel in the Discord. I was underwhelmed by the amount of marks that went up yesterday. Can I come to the Knicks game? I'm not going to the Knicks game. We're going to a bar to watch the Knicks game. And also, no, you still cannot come. You can never come. You are like a nun. You will never come, Bersie. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.